Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. This is Adam Todd Brown, the host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, I'm hosting a new bi-weekly stand-up comedy show at the Alex Theater in Glendale, and the first one is August 23rd. Unpops hosts Jeff May, Caitlin Cutt, and Quincy Johnson will all be there, along with comedian Leah K. Janian and your headliner Mo Mandel. And the best part, it's a free show. Doors open at 7.30 p.m., show starts at 8 for more information or to reserve a spot in advance, go to eventbrite.com and search for Unpops at the Alex Theater. We'll see you at the show. Thanks. We love you. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he has also joined me today on this show a bunch of other times before. And now, he's here again to talk about all the reasons why gas prices are so low right now. I promise it's more interesting than it sounds. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, he is the official Jeff May of this podcast. He's also the co-host of this podcast and one of the best goddamn comics working today. Ladies and gentlemen, like I just said, Jeff May. His name, you listen to this podcast, you know that. It's going to be a great show. Hey everybody! Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hey, hey, gu- hey guys! Hi, hi, hi Unpopular! Hi, Unpopular! Wait, wait, are we are we getting into puppet mode? Yeah, go. Sweet, um, p- puppet times. Do a hi. voice. Do, do a voice. Do uh, a fancy voice. Uh, uh, do Clippy. <laughs> wait, Clippy? What the animated clip from Microsoft Word? Do it. Okay. Hi. Uh, oh, that was good. Thanks. Looks like you're trying to make a document. Can I help you with that? Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Way that. to phone nailed it in. It. Like Did he have never... a voice? Hey, it seems like you're trying to make a document. You need some help with that? That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's... I do. I do want help. I'm just going to make... Do sass bitch. Do all my characters from the Monday <laughs> show. Yeah. yeah, everyone should listen to the Monday show yeah. to uh, get a grasp on what me and Jeff are talking about right yeah. now. But uh, and also because it's a really good podcast. It's a good sh- yeah, I, I have and been in listening where to we it talk quite about news stuff, yeah. timely news. Yeah, when I'm on my bicycle, not exercising like a real person, but exercising like a wee like weak like a man. Frenchman, yeah. like a Frenchman, yeah, like sure. a, like a weak limbed, uh, high endurance, low physical output, uh, not threat presenting person. Uh, generally, I'm listening to the Monday show. Do you want to fight me with a bike? No, like I'll let you use no, a bike. It's not going to help. Bike. That would it's be not cool. going to help. Yeah, I, I or like a bike chain. I'll let you have a bike chain. That fight is, is wait, still happening. Is this double dragon? I'll let, you, I'll let you double dragon me with a fight chain. Okay. Does that mean I get a, I get a player two over here? Adam, you want to be my player two? Uh, I mean, I would accept that actually. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I was planning to jump in and hit Jeff with okay. a chair or something at some point. Yeah. Apparently, according look, I just discovered this today. Uh, by listening to the Monday show, but being hit with the chair apparently ain't that big Does a deal. Does not yeah. have the reaction. I now, mean, maybe a steel chair, like that sure. maybe, but like right. anytime someone's like, if they're going through, it's not. And as I listened to that podcast, Jeffrey, I wondered, that, you know, I, I, I mused that there must be a story uh, behind your experience yeah. of being hit with the chair. Maybe and for another time. I would, I just, look. We'll, I would we'll, love a very special episode that's all about chair assault. We'll get to it another time. Yeah, that's exciting. In case anyone has no idea what we're talking about, Danger and Jeff are supposed to fight for charity. <laughs> yeah, 
You know we what? Let's do solicited donations. We're gonna, and we got those donations. We're gonna be all oiled up for it. Ooh, yeah. There you go. They're gonna get all greased up. Oiled, Adam. Yeah, he's trying oiled. To segue, but oh, I saw, you're trying, he's trying to, to segue, up but the... I had a I had another thought that that to step on the segue. <laughs> he was trying to segue, but I needed to derail it immediately. Yeah, no, I just think yeah. like maybe we have another episode that's about the fights we've been in in our lives before we actually have the fight. No one fight. cares about that. No, I mean, I have, I have some masculine exciting. moments, bro. I, will, I have a pretty great have, fight story. I think ooh. I told it on the podcast once before. Tell it again, I, dude. Let's no, have a I'm fight cast that's it. about fights. Is it the one right at the now. carnival? Not, we, about, not right now. Yeah. I'm saying like special episode. Right. We'll do it. But yeah. we have an actual episode to record right now. Okay. What's it what's As about? if you couldn't tell, everybody, danger's here. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. I love, I love you? you know what? I love the both of you. You're good people. It's like you trying know, to catch the wind with him. Yeah. You know? That's that feels that I feels that, spiritually fulfilling. That's called sailing, I guess. Mm. With the actual. Yeah. So you, danger. What have you? The genesis of all trade in civilization. Danger. Yeah. What have you been up to? I've been up to so much. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I did. Hit a breath. I had so. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. You got jeffed. Because <laughs> I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. Jeff, quit doing that. I didn't even cut you off this week. Ooh. Stop. It's about to get really intense. We don't need you rubbing your damn nips. He, it was full more of chest. a full chest, a full oh. peck exploration. Jeffrey has very, very Faded inviting out pectorals. Strong. Very inviting pectorals indeed. Jeff's here also, as always. Yeah. Oh man, we had an hour break in between these podcasts we recorded tonight. We watched, Two in the morning, got the fat burger. We, we watched. We watched some of the Dark Knight and ate fat burger. Yeah, or as uh, as I like to refer to it as uh, the best hour ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Then you came and wrecked the hour. I just got a but, hankering to just watch the, the watch the Dark Knight trilogy again. It's yeah. Yeah. So I watched Batman Begins the other night. And, Excellent uh, movie. Batman yep. be by far the most underrated part of the trilogy. Yeah. Oh, totally. Everyone, Batman everyone, Begins is great. Everyone polishes the Dark Knight, but Batman Begins is fantastic. Yeah. Super good. And Joffrey Baratheon is in yeah. that sure movie. Is. It's super weird. Yeah. He gets a periscope. Yeah. But yeah. give me one of the bombs. Yeah. <laughs> and take it to school. I don't want a periscope. Give me, give me something I can throw at those kids that are bullying me. Yeah. <laughs> so... What are we talking about today? Talk about oil pricing. This is, uh, I think, going to be really interesting if we can keep it on track. Let's try. We're, so it's not going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> We're talking about why gas prices are so low right now. That's basic. Let's. That's the flashy title, but sure. also that's. It's true. It's true. Like it's. We're it's heading so into low. end of July, early August now. Uh, peak travel season when gas prices are normally through the fucking roof and they're low as shit right now. National average is like two fifteen or something. It's crazy. Oh, I, when I was wow. I was home a year ago, almost ex- well, maybe it was last Christmas time or whatever, and I saw that there was gas at certain places that was under two dollars. Yeah, Blew yeah, my fucking mind. It's if you adjust it for inflation, gas prices are back to where they were around 2000 huh i mean it doesn't quite feel like that maybe just here in la because i think we have higher oil pri- or gas but prices even then it's still like 249 yeah i'm not like, f- i'm not feeling a, a lighter burden I, in my own that, but purchases that also might be though because like age wise like how old are you if you don't mind me asking i'm, I'm 32 you're 32, yeah. which so don't you're, whisper wait, your answer. Yeah, you're 32. Yeah, okay, 32. so like, wait, how, how old are you? I'm 35. I'm almost 36. Yeah. Me, like, you missed when it was low and then jacked up. Like, no, like I you was right. Really at, I was right at the beginning. Yeah, you, were, now, like, you were right, right at the beginning of my driving career. Like, it got down. I remember to like a buck thirty or so, kind of in the September 11th uh, period of time, and we, we were all very sad. Uh, and then I was like, well, all right, I guess I can afford to motor my heavy-ass Volvo station wagon. Right. But you have to remember, there was a time when gas was like 4 and f- like damn near $5. Yeah. There were places in it L.A. Was, where it was 5 and it, $6 LA, a gallon. it was three ninety nine minimum for like five months. Straight. Yeah. When? In like 1999? No. no. Like 2014. Oh, recently. Yeah, sorry. More recently. Yeah, like 
it was yeah, a no, lot. it got like, pretty aggressive there. Like, and to, to think about it now, like I remember, like this is where I get to be like old guy. But like I remember when I started driving, which doesn't seem like that long ago, even though it is, right? Um, where it was under a dollar. Yeah, yeah. It was not like it was ninety five to ninety nine cents a gallon, but like to now be quadruple that, you know, where it was yeah. a couple years ago, that's crazy. Hmm. Like that's really insane. Yeah, I worked at a gas station in uh, like late ninety nine, around that time. And I remember one night a girl pulling up to get gas and seeing that it was a dollar fifty two a gallon and just losing her shit because she thought that was so expensive. And yeah, it was sure. Yeah, yeah. It, and that was you know that that's kind of where we are now. Where I mean, it may not be that cheap, but they've definitely fallen significantly to the point where the you know the the high prices we dealt with through mo- for most of the 2000s like we're, we're we've kind of reset which is weird it's, it's very see, weird it comes off very artificial cuz it shouldn't be that way right it like, shouldn't be that way but things, it's not it's not really artificial i mean we'll get into all of it well yeah but i mean when you think but it it feels like it should be because anything where it's like oh you know like like a donut used to be 50 cents and now it's a dollar like yeah. since when right. has it been like Gasoline is now a dollar less than it was a gallon. It's like, what the fuck? Like, how is that even a thing? Right. But when you think about like that girl freaking out at a dollar fifty two and now we're talking two thirty, two forty, that seems like a more natural progression. Yeah. Over what, what was the difference in, in years? Uh two thousand, so 2000, seventeen okay. years ago. Well, it's like you can draw parallels to just about the rest of the rest of tradable goods in the economy. Like our average income in Southern California, I think, has gone up like twenty eight percent since two thousand. Average home prices in Southern California have gone up eighty four percent. Right. Like everything's right, gotten but, way more expensive. But like only one of those things is got coming back really down. expensive and then dropped back right. down. It would be like if houses. Went if if a million dollar house just decided to go back to being six hundred eighty thousand, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what happened to it? Yeah, and yeah. guys, don't think that a million dollar house is a nice house in LA, LA. That's like a three oh, bedroom home. We got it. And it's yeah, yeah. You it's, don't have. You're not running. Uh huh. No, I'm. You're hey, not trying to. We're like, staying on course. No. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Because I, I'm, I'm a I, good boy. I did look into why oil prices and gas prices are so low because oil prices are super low right now too they're around yeah. you know 40 50 dollars barrel mm-hmm. which there was a time that at their peak they were it was i think 147 yeah a barrel. Al- almost 150 yeah and at that point i i put in the the notes there's a bbc article from i think 2008 where when oil was that high they were predicting it would be over 200 a barrel by the next year yeah this is a very interesting board game yeah, play. like if you look at like the order of how things happen, it's like oh, you right. land on the like the story of how this is the way it is 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 very interesting, and a, there's a lot of interesting steps and missteps. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what was the what was the inflection point? What 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 set the scene? Because my first thought well, is to say like I, I mean, how much of our consumption right now is, is being changed because people want a nice hybrid car, they want a nice electric car. Well, well that that all that all plays into yeah. it. Too, but I mean, if you remember, throughout the two thousands, we we hit a point like we all have to remember this. There was a point around two thousand seven, two thousand eight, where we were talking about oil like we were just going to run out of it and going to run out of it very, very soon. Yeah, peak oil. Right. When do you hear people talk about that anymore? I don't know, but I remember a car commercial where a lady called it the Earth's blood, and I wanted to find that actress and murder. <laughs> oh. I have to use less of what I like to refer to as the Earth's blood. Isn't yeah, that that's... magma or water? Who knows? Oh. So in... some, some bitch in a Prius commercial. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. What an idiot. <laughs> so yeah, and that and that was true. There were we were running on really limited supplies, and on top of that, it was a time when uh, there were. Everything was fine in the Middle East. Tension, yes. <laughs> Significant tensions in the Middle East, a lot of them involving us going and making places that produce oil unable to produce oil. Oh. So these oil-producing and exporting countries uh, were just sort of uh, got involved yeah, in a lot of yeah, those. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. So 
basically all of these different factors, the, the Middle East tension, also increased demand from China. China's economy grew significantly throughout the 2000s. Also, the, the value of the dollar in the mid to late 2000s fell significantly. And that's a thing that plays into oil prices. And all of these reasons, uh, oil was thought to be in really short supplies. And because of that, prices went way, 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 way up. And to get like to speak to Danger's point earlier about things just naturally going up, from the mid-80s all the way through to September 2003, oil generally traded at $25 a barrel. Like it would, you would adjust it for inflation, but it was that's a, basically it what was an we equivalency had, right through time. Yeah. Right, we'd basically okay. been paying the same amount for oil for like twenty years, and in two thousand three, the price rose above thirty dollars. It reached fifty dollars a barrel by August two thousand five, and peaked at a hundred and forty seven thirty by July two thousand eight. That's super crazy. What I what I think is uh, even crazier though is that. Over the course of like twenty years, that inflation-adjusted price stayed the same because oil right. is not an infinite resource. No, right. But we've been treating it like it's an infinite resource, yeah. right? And that, to me, is the thing where I'm just like, if it goes up to thirty dollars a barrel or even forty dollars a barrel, I'd be like, yeah, it should. It yeah. probably should well, I mean, be like, that high. Yeah. As a consumer, we weren't offered an alternative to uh, to, to gasoline combustion engine cars. Yeah, we were. It's called bikes. Yeah, f- not for a long distance. Look, I can't, I can't bike to Arizona. I can't get to Phoenix on pussy. a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot, pussy. dude! I barely made it to the Beverly Center and back today. Regional references. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, at this point, with oil prices as high as they are, uh, one thing not just Americans but people all around the world are great at forgetting history and forgetting. <laughs> That things generally just sort of always work the same way. And oil is an industry of booms and busts. But with oil being as high as it was, all of a sudden all these oil-rich economies like Russia, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, all countries that are economically panicking right now, which we'll get to in a bit, All these countries start really leaning into oil as their main source of revenue. This is never going to dry up. Right, exactly. And especially Venezuela, who... (laughs) We're going to live forever. At one point, Venezuela's economy was 95% oil revenue. Like, to the point that they just stopped producing things internally and just imported all the shit they needed because they thought, we we have all this oil, we can just pay for everything. so short sighted. Yeah. Like, so short sighted. Like how did that? How was there not somebody in government that was like, "Hey, has anyone heard a parable?" Like, like and no one, and no one in any of these governments. No one in the Saudi Arabian government. No one in the Russian government. The Russian government, I understand. Yeah, I get it because the Russian government. <laughs> There's some the, silly the, people. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, it's, it's good. It's good yeah. forever. It's yeah. good. But mm. here's the problem. Uh, and like I said, that article that I'm pulling a lot of this from was predicting that by 2009, oil prices would be over $200 a barrel. Nay. No. So wait, eight times above the rate of inflation. They right. were They were... Man. Right. Okay. And what are these, Beanie Babies or something? <laughs> oh, 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 hey, hey. It's like o- Oily the Seagull. <laughs> so... <laughs> there it is. I would buy that Beanie Baby. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Oily, good slick, boy, slick the otter, good all covered, good boy, oily, good boyly. Okay, what did you do on me all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing to mix words together so they don't work. Yeah, it was fun. It's pretty great, isn't it? So in 2008, a global recession hits, and yep. the demand for energy decreases. Oil prices plummet. By December 2008, oil prices are down to $32 a barrel. God damn. That's nuts. And here's the thing that's so strange about this, though, is when oil prices jack up, it forces technology to shift as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Once that happens, and and it happened with coal as well back in the day, Like you have to make shifts out of a way to be like, well, this clearly can't be sustained, so we need to do something else. And so- You kind of need this economic tragedy in order to progress. Like, right? You need to 
you know, burn the forest to save the tree or burn the trees to save the forest. Kind right. Of thing. And that that ties into what we'll get what I think is the most interesting well, yeah. part of the story that we'll we'll get to uh, in a few. Uh, oh, first, let's, so much lead up. I love this. Let's talk about the partial oil field that yeah. is partial like Marshall. But with a P. What? And that still no. didn't help because that could still be Marshall Law or Marshall Mathers. I'm talking Marshall in the Mathers sense. Partial, 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 partial. Pathers. Partial. P A. Yeah, partial Pathers. Uh, the partial oil field. This was discovered in 2006 by a man named. You ready for this name? You ready for this name, guys? Uh huh. Mike Johnson. That's uh. <laughs> that's the former world's fastest man. Yes. Printer. Yeah, Michael. Okay. J- yeah. Yeah. He shortens it for professional for oil stuff, for yeah. oil stuff. Uh, he's yeah. an LLC. Yeah. Uh, in that, so. <laughs> uh, he discovers the partial oil field near the town of Partial, North Dakota. At the time, the United States was I think that number's wrong. Forty five hundred barrels of oil per day. Yeah. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. yeah that's about right. Uh, a lot of that's here in California. Yeah. yeah. So we weren't we were not producing that much oil at the time and we were heavily heavily dependent on the middle east and uh central american countries for our oil and this discovery of this oil reserve changes everything by 2008 we have untold numbers of oil rigs up in the north dakota area we figure out fracking technology so now we're pumping oil <laughs> Kind of Thank everywhere. Christ. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Thank God no, yeah. so, no, somebody no. sensible could show up and frack. So uh, by May 2015, we have doubled our oil output. From one state. From, from, one, from one oil field in one basic, state. Well, North the, Dakota the, doesn't barely count as a state. The North yeah. Dakota, but the North Dakota oil boom was a real thing. Yeah, like, I, I remember seeing a documentary, either like Vice or, or, or something like that, of like, we, we have a shortage of women in our town. Like right. it, there was ten men for every one woman. Was it Tombstone? And it, well, every, it kind of was. Yeah, well, everyone yeah, well. was rich because it yeah. was like there were like oil rig workers making sh- like a hundred grand a year. We should have. We should have went and worked the rigs. Yeah, we should have. Like it wouldn't have been one year. Yeah, just one year. Take a timeout from comedy. Make a couple of hundred k each. God damn it! Come back has, in. You'd have so much snow material. On we would have been doing exactly this, but with like nice cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that are now keyed. <laughs> like that's all it would have been. We really We're blew not it. Very smart with our money now. So uh, at some point after we discover the partial oil field, our oil production skyrockets, and that oil prices are already falling. Throughout two thousand nine, they go up a little bit. Uh, and they keep sort of rising, but Negligible. not, yeah, but not, not to the point that they were. And so oil prices have already fallen. We increase our production also like danger brought up, uh, around this time, there's all these initi- like green initiatives to get us away from foreign oil and start driving hybrids. Did this lead to dapple? Uh, Pro- probably, like indirectly, I'm sure it did. Wow. So yeah. For those of you that follow your hashtags. <laughs> exactly. This is the re- the partial oil field is. I don't I don't actually know if it is. I, I didn't well, da- no, Dapple's a, a thing to get oil from Canada through through uh, the top of America. Yeah. So it's because Canada has a bunch of shale yeah. oil fields yeah. too, and we get it. Right. We want it. We, we will. Can, we can get it. We'll, we'll get it. Take it. Yeah. It'll okay. be ours. So all of these things start uh, conspiring to really fuck with OPEC, which is uh, oil-producing oil and producing, exporting, uh, exporting countries. Countries, yeah. uh, which are, you know, exactly as the name implies. It's, it's primarily it's, it's uh, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, uh, the, the Emirates, uh, I think Jordan. Venezuela. Is is Venezuela part, yeah, part Venezuela is part of it now. Yeah. Hmm. Are we part of it now? No, we are not. Because we don't export. And neither is Russia, but they like work closely with OPEC. And with all of these... Does Russia produce oil? Yeah. Yeah, Russia oh, yeah, was okay. one of the countries that, during the oil boom, their economy was 70% oil Oof. revenue. And when oil prices... Bears. <laughs> when oil prices fell, they, along with Venezuela, were two of the countries that were hurt the most by these falling oil prices. But Shame. what what OPEC does 
Uh, I was wrong. Jordan's not in there, by the way. Yeah. What OPEC does to fight this, they basically take a huge gamble (laughs) on the idea that if they start producing more oil and drive prices even lower, they'll eventually drive prices so low that they'll put all of these new U.S. oil manufacturers (laughs) out of business. So this is the Uber business model. Well, it's the, yeah. no, it's actually the Andrew Carnegie. It's a the, it's a robber baron model. It's yeah. the, it's the model that was perfected by Andrew Carnegie. It's why we have regulations now. It's why we have trust busting <laughs> uh-huh. and stuff in our in our government. We it's, had it up until no, recently. No, well, we didn't until uh guys like JP Morgan and and uh uh, Andrew Carnegie, all these guys—they called them robber barons for a reason. They would—they would make all this money and then they would steal from everybody by dropping such a huge price. They would—they would make it a non-competitive price point. Uber so, like, tried to yeah, do Uber... that with Lyft, and Lyft is just like, "I'm still here." It's yeah. actually what they got some venture capitalists to back them up, and it's... they went public. It's, yeah, it's 100% what Best Buy did to independent record stores. Yeah, and then there what Amazon what, is doing to Best Buy At the Buy height now. of CDs, you could buy any CD at Best Buy for nine ninety nine, and they were like nineteen twenty dollars everywhere else. It's yeah. also what Walmart has done to uh, other general stores, right. not specialty right. stores though. Which so, did you ever see that? By the way, that study that actual like specialty stores that are located near Walmart's like they they have a massive increase in um, income and revenue. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. So. You don't believe it, but it's true. No, I, I believe it. So, know. yeah, that's that's basically what OPEC tries, is uh, producing so much that they l- drop oil prices to the point that all of these new U.S. producers basically have to get out of the oil business. And it sort of works. Uh, if you go to Williston right now, and this is the shitty part, but also the interesting part, like this next couple minutes here. Uh, if you go to Williston now, that place is wrecked. What's Williston? Williston, North Dakota, is the oh. town that primarily benefited from this oil boom. That's where most of the rigs, that's where the economy... At one point, rent in Williston, North Dakota, was on par with rent in San Francisco. Oh, That's how oh, rich no. everyone in Williston was, because it was like drifters coming from... You know, southern states coming from Colorado who had no fucking work history. Everyone who went to this town was making six Did figures. You say the McDonald's was paying like thirty dollars yeah. an hour or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that all the jobs paid crazy. Like the rents were that high because people could afford it. And you know, it, it was this literal oil boom. They built all of these apartments, and then oil prices fall, and Williston gets fucked. If you go to Williston now, it's basically a ghost town. All of those, you know, all the rigs shut down. There's nothing, basically. This town ah, <laughs> is coming like a ghost town. <laughs> so they, so it works in that sense, which is shitty because at this point, it's like the poorest people. Should we have told them they were like, "You're only fucking over North Dakota. <laughs> we don't care yeah. about North yeah. Dakota." That's the part they. I think OPEC overestimated oil companies regard for their employees oh yeah because what happened which is weird because cutter is part of that yeah and they have slaves what happens so so what happens is opec succeeds in dropping oil prices and all of these u.s firms do have to you know kind of limit their operations they fire a bunch of people they shut down a bunch of rigs but instead of going out of business they take the money they earned from or the these huge windfall profits from the oil boom while it was still happening and they were a part of it and they reinvest it in figuring out how to produce the same amount of oil with fewer rigs and fewer people so it's oh, built so up efficiency well, and, it's not efficiency yeah. in actual like the resource it's efficiency in getting the resource uh, so, like, reducing overhead. It's not actually making the product more efficient. No, it's making your company more it's efficient. It's not making mm-hmm. the product more efficient. It's making how they get the product more efficient. Okay. It's because making they d- their job more. Their yeah. job isn't to do anything but and, get the oil. Yeah, so instead of just throwing in the towel and saying, fine, we can't make money at the, these prices, all of these American oil companies were like, you know what? We'll... Robots. Yeah, we'll scrape by for a few years 
and just figure out how to make this shit more efficient. You can and, always fire people. Well, they d- yeah. they did. Why not just fire? I like people? how livid danger is getting. I mean, about yeah, this I'm whole not thing. I'm not justifying any of no, this. No, no, I'm no. telling you how I'm it not, happened. Adam, I'm not mad at you. And I'm justifying it. Yeah. So basically, You're, but that's basically what happens. They fire everybody. Mm. They shut down a bunch of rigs, but they invest a bunch of money in figuring out how to keep producing the same amount of oil more efficiently, and they do it. At this point, if if you look now, most people are expecting another oil boom in the United States this year. Like, we're back to producing at the levels we were before OPEC tried all of this stuff to undercut prices. And the problem now with OPEC, uh, Russia, all of these countries is now oil prices are too low for them to survive. Huh. And we're fine. Hey, Adam. What? Adam. Huh? You want to go to North, uh, North Dakota with me? <laughs> you want to get, get some jobs? I mean, he, knows the cool, he knows the cool spots, man. Maybe we should. You got, you got, go a, to go? you got a history. We'll it's go not a bad idea. We'll I think. go there and make some money. Make a little cash. Make a little cash. Do some live recordings from the rig. Come, we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll build we'll a studio. Rich oil barons? Yeah. That'd be amazing. Right? Think about it. We'd have rings. Yeah. All these rings and furs. I'd get like a four-finger ring. That said my name. Yeah. How do you, you feel a, about uh, a sack with a dollar sign on it? Uh, do you um, like us? Yeah, I do, you, like I do a, need a dollar uh, sack because I'm going to have a lot of dollars. Yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna to put them in a bank? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you can't show bank. off if it's in a bank. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. You definitely you want a, the top hat, the monocle. You want to walk down the street with the bag. I, uh, yeah. uh, I was at a bank once and I asked them to give me one of those sacks of money. Do they not And have they were those? like, we use plastic bags now. And I was like, but did you used to use the sacks? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, can I have one? And they gave me one. <laughs> so then I said. That bank teller is a hero. So then I did. I took off my hoodie because I had a zip up hoodie and I balled it up and I rolled. I balled it up and I put it in there. So it was like really like a like it was filled with something. And I was like, hey, just go along with this with me. And I sprinted out of the <laughs> bank as hard as I could. And like a guy was in my way. And I was like, excuse me. Huh? And then I like ran into the car and just took off. And the car was just staring at me. I was like clutching like a baby, like a canvas sack as I was sprinting to my car. <laughs> That's pretty great. That yeah, was pretty fun. Did you have a mask? No, 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 no. no. I, I knew the bank teller, like the bank teller graduated with my brother and I had worked at her with her at a bar. So like I knew who it was. And I just happened to wear my striped shirt that day. And she, yeah, she, she gave me one of those canvas bags. I just stuffed a, one of those <sighs> like jerseys, hoodies or whatever, and yeah. stuffed it in there real tight. So it looked like it was filled with something just. Did the sprint out of the bank. Gangway! It's almost as funny as when my brother wrote, I have a gun at the bottom of one of those uh, withdrawal slips, like three or four down, and then just put it back into the stack. Oh, boy. I don't know. How great is that? I I, I hope it didn't cause an incident. I'm just worried about my fellow fellow human beings. Oh, my God. Their reputations. Such a wiener. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Let someone get shot by a security guard. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How about how about we split the difference? Security guard hits him with a chair. Why? I can, I can get behind Yeah, him. yeah cool. I suppose that's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Has everyone been following what's happening in Venezuela at all? Yeah, it can't be a part of Unpops and not. Yeah, be I've a been. It's, it's, it's been my. Yeah, Venezuela is my Trump 2K17. That's my that's my new favorite prediction is that we will be at war with Venezuela soon. We will because they're not too stable at the present. They're not too stable, and this is why they were they were one of those countries that. Well, for one thing, you know, ninety five percent of their of their well, income you, was from oil. Well, that's the other reason we're not running out of oil as fast as we thought because in two thousand fourteen we found out Venezuela actually has the largest oil reserves in the, the world. world they did a whole bit about there was an episode of parks and rec about that yeah do you remember that one the, oh yeah and they're just like handing yeah. out dollar bills to yeah, well, Aziz Ansari. Like, yeah like yeah. all the money yeah there, yeah. yeah and that at that point they overtook saudi arabia as having the world's largest reserves of oil which means they had the most dinosaurs <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's true yeah okay think about that how crazy is that think about venezuela like a bunch of old like Venezuelan dinosaurs, <laughs> like all neat, speaking neat, Spanish, neatly trimmed mustaches, <laughs> smoking cigars, right? Little cigarillos. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty like good, yeah. good boy dinosaurs. Very good boys. <laughs> They're pretty yeah. good boys. Straw hat. No, come on, don't be racist. No? Come on. 
right. Yeah, Venezuela, if you remember, during that oil boom in 2007, they nationalized their oil. And yes. they kicked Exxon out. Rex Tillerson was the CEO at the time. Mm. I've said this a bunch of times. Yeah, he's, I'm sure he's fine he's with got, that. He's got a grudge. I'm sure he's gotten past it. But the, the thing that started all of their problems was these falling oil prices. They, no matter what else was happening, they could afford all of their other shitty uh, price control or, or money control issues, which are also wrecking their economy right now. Like adjusting the market, mar- market uh, currency manipulation? They have, a, they have a really, really weird system where for imported goods, their currency trades at a different rate against the dollar than for anything else. And it allows you to buy more dollars uh, for less money. And the problem is the only people who have access to uh, this dollar exchange rate are military people usually. <laughs> it's like a weird and, Vegas strip club. And the, <laughs> the military there is super duper corrupt. And the thing is, they put these price controls in place to stop corruption, and it worked, but then they left them in place, and now it's opened up this whole new avenue of corruption where military people can intercept really basic goods that people in Venezuela need, and then they go sell them on the black market for way, way more money. And, and it's, they're essentials. Like, so they're like not, right. it's, not, it's not luxury goods. Right. It's, it's like cotton swabs for a dollar a piece. And the the sure the okay. problem is an example of a thing. The problem is when you have that much oil, you become a target. So yeah. in uh, as much as we love to blame Trump for all all the world's problems, in 2014, Obama actually declared Venezuela and <laughs> he actually declared Venezuela a dropped cup. <laughs> he declared Venezuela an enemy of the United States oh my God. and issued an executive order that uh, this see here's that we've basically been at Ven- been at war with Venezuela already just been it's just at been their heels. Yeah. economic what the reason he did that is once uh, the United States issues something like that against your country most other countries aren't gonna deal with you like that's that's basically us saying it's like the silent don't treatment. fuck with them yeah we just we basically like decided to tell everyone not to sit with them at lunch. Right. And the problem is Venezuela also has a lot of gold. And they have so much gold that they had worked up a plan with I think it was Japan where they were going to basically trade these huge Re- gold resources they have for money to bail them out of Are you sure this crisis. Was it China? It was. I, th- I think it was China. It was either China or Japan. Or if it was China, they probably would have done it anyway. They don't give a shit what America says, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure it was Japan. And uh, once we it, once Obama issued that executive order, Japan or whoever it was was like, uh, "Sorry, we can't make this deal." And now nobody will basically work a deal with Venezuela to restore their economy because the, you know everyone. Who- wants their government to right. fall because we want that fucking oil. So what they have to do is Venezuela has to go to cashforgold.com. Right. <laughs> yeah. They'll get an envelope in the mail. And what they do is they then send their broken jewelry and gold in the envelope and they will get fair trade value from cashforgold.com for that. I mean, if I can pick that out, I'm pretty sure they're chief strategy. I mean, I feel the like the they've same. probably tried that, Jeff. Uh, you would be surprised. It's it seems like an obvious. You would, uh, you'd be surprised. I uh, made sure that cashforgold.com <laughs> would not uh, deal with them. But the the uh, the other thing, the the other problem with how dependent Venezuela became on oil is their imports. Like I said, they started importing everything. So once governments stopped, uh, you know, started once once it kind of came out that we wanted regime change in Venezuela, uh-huh. as many other countries kind of do. Because, it always works yeah. out. Uh, the What happened is a lot of countries stopped in exporting goods to Venezuela, too. So, it's like choking them out. Yeah. And, then like, they, and they can't grow anything. Like, they've already shifted... Right. They shifted from guns to butter or whatever, you know, like, whatever you want to refer... It's like, it's like what we did with ethanol, with uh, right. corn. And then all of a sudden we screwed over all our, own, our farmers because we paid them to grow corn... And, then, right. and now their fields 
aren't really, you know, they, they had to shift their whole crops over and they're harvesting and everything. And then we're like, ah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, that's one of the like everything happening in Venezuela right now ties back to oil prices and OPEC's decision to try and choke the United States out of the oil market and basically failing at it. So, yeah. Oil prices are super low right now, well, I mean, like, and it's because we've gotten really good at pulling oil out of the ground. Granted, Oklahoma also now has more earthquakes per year than California yeah, because we've gotten so good at getting oil out of the ground. Yeah, and their but, water's on fire. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's not a good thing. No, but that's why gas prices are so low, and it, it's it's one of those things where you know when they're low, nobody asks why, nobody cares. Uh, as long as gas prices aren't expensive, it doesn't. It's like, very short sighted, but you know people have to worry about their expenses now. Yeah, yeah. You know you can want to plan about what's going to happen five, ten, fifteen years down the line, but it doesn't matter if you can't pay your bills now. And, right. And and oil is a part of that. You know, I mean, when I came out here, I asked my roommate about heating oil. Yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And I was like, "That's." Don't you have to buy oil from a company and they come here and they fill the tank and then you turn on the furnace? And it's like, no, that's not how we do it. Here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm from the frontier. Yeah. I had, <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I had never heard of that either. And then I lived in upstate New York for a couple months. There you go. And at one point, the, the girl I was living with was like, uh, yeah, we have to get oil for the house. I was like, does this fucking thing drive well, like what do you mean we have to get oil and for it's the house usually most oil companies require a hundred dollar a uh, hundred gallon minimum fill up yeah it's furnace. super fucking expensive so, like to fill your and that should last you you know in the winter months hopefully more than a month but like at one point in time it was 369 a gallon that i was paying and for and i had to pay a hundred gallons so you're, you're talking a month at at almost four hundred dollars so Man. Of heating, yeah. so you're you're basically paying for the resource to heat your home in advance. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. yeah, and if you live in an apartment, you have to pay for that, and then yeah, you know, what if you There's leave like it, you leave it. Literally a gas thing on the side, yeah. and you pour. You they, pour they come and pour in yeah. kerosene in. Uh, one one guy who was uh, helping us fill it, or like I think there was something wrong with it. He uh, he like calls me over to show me something that's happening with it, and then lights up a new port. Whoa! Uh, it, it might be diesel fuel. Uh, it's totally non Diesel fuel is totally non-combustible. Yeah, but that's a thing you at least want to, before you <laughs> like, light it, go, hey, this is non-combustible. I remember. Before you just hey, flick your bic in front yeah. of a... When I worked at the trucking company, the gas guy was always covered in diesel. He yeah. made a ton of money. He made like 90K a year just going around filling gas into like tractor trailers and stuff. And you'd see him and he was just smoking a cigarette covered yeah. in diesel. Like the dude smelled like a gas station always. And it's probably why they make so much money. Nobody wants to do that fucking right. job because you always smell like that. And he was just smoking a lot. And, and so finally I was like, what are you doing? He's like, he's like, you could drop a match in a gallon of diesel fuel and nothing will happen. He's like, wow, it's it's it's, it's I did not know that. Right. You'd think it that yeah. would be a thing. But what, yeah. what makes it go boom then? Uh, I think. Well, not diesel, but I mean, unleaded fuel like uh, petroleum based uh, unleaded fuel is a lot different than diesel. I think mm. it's why tractor trailers use diesel and, and it doesn't. But like, uh, what, what makes diesel go boom? You know, I forgot to get the yeah. specifics. Of why? It, but, why would Jeff have that information? Because um, he's very but smart. I did run out of heating oil one year, and because it's a hundred, I I ran, ran out in early April, <laughs> which is like right on the cut in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. April can yeah. snow where it can be ninety. You never right. know. And so this was uh, in April of 2012. I ran out of oil, and it would have cost me another three hundred and seventy dollars to refill it, and I didn't have the money for that. Right, I, I was like, I'm not going to pay that, and I would have left probably 85 gallons of oil in there, and, and I would have lost yeah 300 dollars. So I literally just slept in sweatshirts and, and yeah, it's crazy and when that shit with a with a tiny. I had a tiny space heater that I had to keep in the middle because I couldn't put it in near yeah. anything that. <laughs> so like, I had like an empty room kind of with this one little space heater. Like I lived like one of those one of those old people that. 
You know, like when you yeah. hear about how they're like, oh, they, they have no oil and they've been eating cat food. Like, I felt like one of those people. The but pilot I... light on ours went out all the time. And we would have to go down into this creepy fucking basement and relight. The... There was like a antique wheelchair in this basement. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that, horror that's movie terrifying. shit right yeah. there. Spin? Yeah. Probably mm. while I was down lighting the... Never mind. I, I, I didn't ever light it, but I would go Were down spiders? shine a flashlight when it was being lit. I'm terrified. Was there spiders? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they paid rent. It was like They're a Silence of the Lambs there. basement. I am always afraid to relight a pilot light. Yeah, I always me too. think I'm going to explode. I always, I if it, always, if it goes out here, I have maintenance do it. Yeah, I, I'm always like, oh, so is Gaspin just like leaking into this place, and I'm going to light a match, and then yeah, is that what the pilot light's going to be? Get that's a phone how dumb call I am. Place explodes. Yeah, that's how dumb I am. I know it's not. That's not how it works. Yeah, but I still am. All I think I'm going to blow up at least once a month. I think yeah. like something's gonna happen and I'm gonna explode. I'm glad you haven't. I'm all right with it. I'm all right yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Not like in that movie Mosquito where they have the gas going and all the mosquitoes are at the. House you know, you know something that's never happened: a a cell phone spark igniting a fire at mm, a gas tank. Correct. That is that is made up hysteria that somehow made it onto official gas pump stickers. But you know what <laughs> has happened and why they're no longer legal anymore is metal gas cans. Because people were taking metal gas cans and they were putting them in the back of their metal-ass pickup trucks. Oh, yeah. And so what's happening is when you have metal on metal, it was creating an interior mm. spark. Metal on metal! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, anvil? Was it that was, anvil? It was anvil, yeah. Yeah. Metal on metal, metal on metal. Yeah, that shit explodes. Yeah. So that's why you can't see metal gas. They used to do metal gas cans all the time, and now yeah, they are just very illegal. Yeah. Yeah. People and hard to fill. People who don't have to put oil in their house don't know how good they have it or gas. Like yeah. that's yeah. What that was a thing I had never had to deal with in my life. It's and it just blew me. It's away. weird, isn't it? It's super weird. It's weird yeah. because you also have to pay for air conditioning. In the summer. Right. <laughs> it's not like, you know, like, well, you know, it really evens out when I don't have to play. <laughs> I had I one of my apartments before I was with my ex-wife, before we had a house, my apartment, I had electric baseboard heating and everybody was like, don't get a place with electric heating, man. And this was like 2005. Yeah. They're like, don't do it. And then Why oil not? shot the fuck up and everybody who was shitting on me. Yeah. We're then paying triple what I was paying to heat my place. Electric baseboard heating is. Uh, at one point, it's a very expensive way to heat your house. Okay. Um, and baseboard out here, that's the most common because it's it's very easy to wire. Like baseboard heating is, you know, when you have the little tiny radiators along floors, yeah, and you never use them out here. How often do you ever no. use heat? Like, yeah, five times a year, and so it doesn't matter. But using it. Uh, into, like for extended periods of time can become expensive because you're basically racking up. It's like running an air conditioner. Yeah. Um, and so when I, it, it would be like having to run an air conditioner for eight months out of the year, which is like insane. Yeah. Uh, or just being in California. So people would like be like, Oh, electronic base, electric baseboard heating. That's ridiculous. And then fucking oil exploded and people were literally paying three times what I was paying. Yeah. It's bananas, man. Oil went out of control. Yeah, and now it's not. And this is this is why. We hope you learned something. Should we do some comments? Let's, Let's do see. some comments. Pop an ass go. open. You know. You know. It's a big world out there. Huge world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They might not matter. But I want you to know that's not true. It ain't true, baby. We call this segment Your Voice Matters. Your Voice Matters. Where we read... Your stupid fucking comments. We read your sexy comments. From the past few shows Morning and respond show. to them personally. Pop a personally ass open. <laughs> <laughs> Fade it out, Brett. All right. Let's. Fetard says, uh. fucking love the comfort oh, level. Oh, sorry. There we go. <laughs> fucking <God> damn it. <laughs> love the comfort level of the mean boys. Uh, this Jesus. keyboard is acting up. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's the keyboard. Fetard says, fucking love the comfort level with the mean boys. You four can say goddamn anything to each other and nobody misinterprets or gets offended. Connor and Keith should be on the trip cast uh, if a listener ever, hypothetically, sends a family bucket of psychedelic drugs to the P.O. box. The almost tempted what? to listen to their podcast, which I've, of course, never heard of because Adam edits out, all, edits out all mention of it. What's a family bucket of psychedelic drugs? Trip cast was a uh, podcast. Was it you and Quincy came up with? 
I uh, don't remember. Oh, no, Probably. maybe you and Raquel. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe came up with it where basically they would just take psychedelics and then do a podcast. Where does the family bucket come in? That would be a, a family bucket would be a large amount of drugs. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's a family. Generous style. helping. It's of... like the Magianos of LSD. <laughs> hey, when you're here, you're, you're tripping. Big Meek says, didn't you guys already do this? Just set your Newark County landfill of a state on fire already. It's a Cal He's... Exit thing. Yeah, because we did a follow. Be, well, the Cal Exit episode we did right after we did that episode. The guy who was fat running the Cal Exit movement gave up and ran to Russia. Where's oh. he? Is he from Arkansas? Where's uh, he from? No, Big he Meek? lived in. Oh, Big Meek. Yeah, I don't know. I think South Carolina. You or something Don't like get that. to say anything about our state when you're from yeah, yeah. anywhere south of the Mason. If your side <laughs> lost a war <laughs> within the past 150 years or so, maybe shut the fuck up about other people's states. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, we did an episode back when the first Cal Exit movement was happening, and now that there's a new one, we did a fucking new one. That's why it has still in yeah, the title. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, but news happens consistently, and we're not going to ignore it just right. because it's something we've touched Dude, on in the past. This, I listened to you guys doing the Monday show. Uh, Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monday which show. Which is an excellent program. Welcome to the Monday show, you guys. Yeah. Hi, Raquel. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm just here because I'm, I'm banging you, Jeff, and I love you. Um, what was that? What's uh, happening? I mean, you guys have a really strong relationship, and I admire tasteless that. tasteless danger. Yeah, Very tasteless. That, that was really bad, man. But no, like the, the you guys were talking about the mooch and how excited you were about the mooch yeah. in the White House, <laughs> and the, the, the very next day he had already gotten cut. Yeah, we accidentally jinxed the mooch. Yeah, we killed him. Did, killed let's the mooch. then do do an episode about Rex Tillerson specifically. Like, what what what's he into? What's his what are what are his kinks? Can we get Venezuela? Him out? Okay, yeah. his okay. What about uh, Betsy what, DeVos? No, let's you know what you know what the thing was is we thing. genuinely talked about how we were enjoying him. Oh, and that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were genuinely enjoying his existence, but I can't, I can't, you can't fake you you can't fake the secret. You know, like you can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't put that out there. I added him though. Did you notice that when I did that tweet, I added him and he follows me, so he must have gotten some kind of uh, a heads up. I should follow him. Yeah, I did. he's got time on his hands now. He can respond to you personally. Garrett personally. Page says Keith is always very grateful to be a guest on someone's podcast. Meanwhile, Connor goes into every room thinking, "How can I burn this all to the ground in a funny way?" I love that about them. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. These Mean Boys fans are really great commenting on this. <laughs> Our fans are really the best. <laughs> That was a very good Connor. Yeah, we have the best fans. Yeah. I, I love Mean Boys fans. <laughs> was, that, was that a good... I don't know if that was a good... It's not like Chet. I, lo- I, love, I love talking shit with them. It's yeah, so they're much, great. I actually wish I was a much more awake... Uh, much more awake during that episode. I was very groggy. Oh, yeah. That, and I was not firing on all cylinders. And I felt really... I felt like I didn't give them a good enough... They're forth. great. Yeah, they are. They're really great. <laughs> Good timing. They're I just great. get we, tired listening to people talk about them. <laughs> we, we like them. They're fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Keith and Connor are great. I like having them on. It's. Uh, yeah. I, I want them to know what it's like to be on a successful podcast. Jen <laughs> Riemann says, also, thanks for being Ryman. one of the- Ryman. Can you let me do my bit? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you dumb cunt. <laughs> There it is. Jen Riemann says, uh, also, thank you for being one of the few people who pronounced my last name correctly, Adam. And then... It's Ryman. Ryman. Oh, wow. Thank you, Adam. Yay. No problem. Dumb dick. You fucking piece of shit. Uh, Heather Vargo says, pretty sure I laughed almost nonstop through this episode, but that roast battle at the end was hilarious. That was fun. That was good. We did a little... little uh, James Dillenbeck says, so glad Keith and Connor have been on together recently. Love this lineup with Adam at the helm and Jeff chilling <laughs> in the room. Keep on being awesome, y'all. Yeah. Hey, I... Uh, That's e- You're awesome just by I being mean, I, d- I do. Yeah. I do other stuff. Like, I'm just, just chilling in the room. I'm like the guy dancing on stage during the Mighty Mighty <laughs> Boston shows. Like, uh, awesome. That would be great if you were just here every week and didn't talk. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Right. Jeff, you just always... shuffling sounds on the carpet because yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the better name for Bre- uh, this is PNW says the better name for Brexit was always Great Quitting. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That was was that? Um, did they use that on uh, last week tonight? I think. Yeah, I have no I idea. That. Or the Daily Show. That seems very Daily Show. 
Uh, uh, if Cal- Tommy Light says, if Cal Exit ever happened, how would California deal with the power grid? Solar. Also, isn't most of the water supply for L.A.? Doesn't most of the water supply f- for L.A. come from the Colorado River? Yeah, we would just have to. That's the kind of thing when you exit from a union. Those are the kind of things you have to negotiate or renegotiate. We would have to work out water rights regarding the Colorado River. A lot of the rest of the country would have to make deals with us regarding importing goods because the port of Los Angeles is the largest port in the United States. We could drink booty sweat. Booty sweat. Pumping ass. Uh, <laughs> God, that's such a good movie. Uh, Fucking love Tropic Thunder. Okay, yeah, okay, booty yeah. sweat Tropic, and busting yeah. a nut. <laughs> and busting nut bars. Good thing I brought this booty sweat that I picked up in Denying. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Clarence. Clarence, yeah, I was Clarence. going the same one. Clarence yeah. says, hey, ATB, how do you keep yourself from procrastinating when you're doing... Your research for your podcast. Any advice on how to stay focused? Just be an amazing, disciplined person. He didn't ask you. No. Um, Dare you. I'll tell you time. exactly what I do. Is that well? I mean, I just pop like an ass open. Spl- <laughs> I, I pop an ass open, and I just split screen it and have the article that I'm reading on one side, and I just type. Uh, I try not to copy and paste because if you type it, it goes in your it brain goes better, in yeah. your head better. So I try to just like kind of you know from whatever sources we're working with, I type out notes. And you just have to. People ask me this all the time: How do you not procrastinate? You don't procrastinate. Yeah. Do what and Stephen King yeah. does. Yeah. What he, does, said, he said, writing is my job, so I do it eight hours a day. Yeah. And he literally like like time stamps himself in yeah like if you can't if you think you want to do something creative for a living and can't even bring yourself to do it every day you don't want to do it that bad yeah you know if if you have i mean i i procrastinate like anyone else i you know i write my columns at the last minute i'm recording this podcast uh nine seventeen. yeah right? like a few hours before it goes up on the subscription site and it goes up at midnight pst and al pacino chino's raised over three million dollars for inner city uh youth. right right so i mean there's that too he yeah he he cut the designs himself yeah. if you remember that so uh yeah good question uh that was a really good question and yeah. clarence also says the end of this podcast was amazing this is why I listen to both of these podcasts religiously. We were only on the one. Yeah, I don't know no, what he means. Only one both. podcast. Yeah. yeah, that's where I did at the end when Keith mentioned Mean Boys. I played it and like reversed it so it goes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we love you, Keith and Connor. We uh, should call ourselves the Mean Men. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mean Men podcast. Everybody. Hi, welcome to the Mean Men podcast. <laughs> I'm Mario. This is Luigi. <laughs> hey, you're a fat dick. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh, oh, hey. Hey, look at your face. It's bad. Oh, oh. <laughs> Fucking Is that roasted. a shirt? Yeah. You wearing a shirt? Is that a shirt Hello. you're wearing or is that uh is that a, like a long sleeve? <laughs> oh, this is fun. I we're mean, we're mean men. <laughs> You uh, hey, he had sex with your wife. Yeah, yeah. Sex with your oh, wife. Oh, yeah. oh, hey. Oh, what's that smell? Is it you? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> You've been mean men. Set your doghouse on fire. That's oh, hey, wow. hey, yo, whoa, wow. whoa, whoa. Dog was, dog hey, wow. we like to have a good time around here, but we don't like to do anything out of control over here. The dog helped me. He what are you a crazy guy? This is mean uh, guys, not well, crazy well, guys. Welcome to Mean Men. <laughs> mean Men. It's okay. The Mean Men podcast. Holy shit, that would be <laughs> such a <laughs> We should just do one episode. Because <laughs> me and you are like the right height and size to just recreate the whole fucking thing. Uh, uh, you're talking about doing like a cover song. Yeah, kind we'll do, yeah, we'll but, do an episode. No, we're talking about doing a Weird Al song. Like not uh, a cover, parody. but like an actual. Yes. Oh my god, that would be so Let's do funny. <laughs> we'll do a regular episode. We'll call it Mean Men. We will. Oh yeah. my god, fuck yes. Oh, that'd be so funny. Just doing these. Hey, what are you gonna? <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you sweaty or something? Oh, hey. 
And then I was like the blacks. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we knew that because your mother's Italian. Oh, <laughs> oh holy oh, this shit. is going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm enjoying this. We'll yeah, have you on. Good. You have me? Yeah. <laughs> of course he's enjoying it. He's very simple. Oh, oh, hey. oh. Do you enjoy the company of men? Oh, oh, I, I, hey. 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 What are you, some kind of fucking gay guy or something? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Ah, oh God! <laughs> I we can't wait. Have fun. We have yeah. to do the Mean Men podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Mean Men fans are really the best fans. <laughs> we like to thank all the Mean Men fans for being good Mean Men fans because they discovered us through the Mean Men. <laughs> I oh. humble suggestion here: Christmas episode. Yeah. Hey, the mean men take Christmas. <laughs> hey, Santa Claus, you gonna live forever with them heart gene problems? Oh. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with you? No, what's wrong with you? Your reindeer's nose. What is he? A goofball or something? <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Oh. 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 Wait a second. Did we just discover oil? I think so. <laughs> I think we did. Uh. All God right. damn it, that's good stuff. It is. We should get out of here. Let's... We got to go plan this Mean Men podcast. Yeah. Danger, do you have anything to plug? Yes. Keep uh, it under 15 minutes. Here we go. go. Listen to countless thousands. We're very good. Uh, we For gotta... a music band. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, uh, Yes. You play that on a guitar? Yep. <laughs> hey, what, are you, what are you, singing songs with your melodic voice or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> People like it. Oh, no, that's what they do. What do, you, what do you find creative ways to get your point across or something? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shots fired from the mean men. Self-expression feels good. Go on, danger. I kind of, I kind of want to just live in this. Yeah, but also, yeah, join the Glendale Tenants Union. Join your local tenants union. You know, give a shit. Get out there. That's uh, if you're out mean, yeah. Ian. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Go I mean, on, I'm sorry. all races can <laughs> all races can participate except in their local for the blacks. Teams. What? No! Whoa! Whoa! No! No! He met no. the Jews. Oh, go on. Sorry, it's just. Will you put this, this in your one of your campaign ads someday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. I mean, do you yeah. call it countless thousands because that's the number of things you plug when you come onto the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I will now. Sure. Uh, uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, I could probably think of something. No, it's like. fine, Listen Jeff. to Noise Pollution by, uh, by Portugal the Man. Listen to Noise Pollution by Portugal yeah. the Man. Danger's yeah. on it somewhere. On it. Yeah. You know what's fan- what, what do you do? Because it's my favorite song by them. I sing, I sing in the background. What's the, uh, what I'm in the sing? crowd. Give uh, us an example. Give, us some, give it for free. Oh, God, I, it's, it's, you know. You it's, we, get sued by, we get sued by Portugal the Man. <laughs> John comes in here fucking. <laughs> you could have had a lawyer deliver that cease and desist. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just in the background vocals, guys. What's what do you sing though? Sing what do you... I I can't. Uh, I it's I. Uh, this never happened, did this, it? Uh, yeah. You just got a thank you in yeah. the liner notes. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get shit. I made him pretzels. That's why. Sure. You... Yeah. What are you, Auntie Annie or something? <laughs> oh, 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 hey! What do you mean, men? It's Auntie doing... Anne's. It's you... Annie Anne's. You baking Auntie those? Annie. Yeah, I'm baking. I'm in the baking. kitchen? Yeah. What are you, some kind of broad? Oh, <laughs> oh, we got a danger broad over oh, here. Oh, broads ain't dangerous. They do if you don't wear a Jimmy hat. Oh. <laughs> I was going to. That's a rubber. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything to fly? Men Talk God is the second Friday of every week. Whoa. Oh. What are we, your mother's period or something? <laughs> We happy once a month, though. Mint on That's going in the commercial. Uh, Mint on Cards, second Friday of every month. Uh, beautiful Burbank on Magnolia. Blast from the past. It is a great show. August's show is uh, set to be real good. Uh, also, <laughs> oh, hey, hey uh, good at comedy. What are you, Jerry Seinfeld or something? Uh, I'll be at Luck of the Draw at Nerd Melt, uh, August Ooh. 12th. Uh, Those and then are fun. August 23rd. You can catch me at the Unpops oh, Live the Show. The Unpops Live yes. Show, August 23rd at, at the, the Alex Theater in Glendale. Yes, indeed. That's going to be really exciting. It's uh, a free show. 7.30 p.m. is when the doors open. It starts at 8. Me, Jeff, Quincy, Caitlin, Cut. You get both of the mean men. No. Oh, hey. 
Uh, Caitlin cuts last show before she goes right? on maternity leave. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Leah K. Janian and Mo Mandel headlining. Ooh. That's going to be a, a damn murderous murderers row. Yeah. And then, oh, that lineup. And then we're doing it every other week from there. Alex yep. Schmidt headlining the hey. uh, September 6th show. What, you're doing two and pops? I love Alex a week at, the, at the Alex? We're doing them every other week. Holy moly. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, every other week. So two, two, two a month. Two a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. wait yeah, a month. Two, that, eight <laughs> By Look, the end, it's just an open mic. I'm going to write new material for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I hey, I mean, eighty minutes of new material a month. I, I, I wow. what are you, Louis C.K. or something? Oh, oh, oh hey. but also, I mean, I got one more thing. I got one more thing that I remembered because no of way. your show. No. Because of your show at the Alex Theater, guys. We're doing a regular Nerd Rocker show at the Alex Theater last Wednesday of the month. Hey, nice. he's stealing your thing over here. Hey, yeah. hey, what comics are on that? Are nerd you? rockers ball don't you you normally have comics on? yeah that? but i mean uh, it's sort of like the the unpop shows are, are going to be at the alex on a different night and then the nerd rocker like the actual well, no, music. But are you having comedy oh at so you mean a regular like it's gonna be like a just repeating a thing a regular oh, regular oh. because thing. that is actually not a regular nerd rocker show regular mm. you, right no regular repeating okay music it'll be it'll be a, a, a consistent a, nerd yes a recurring nerd rocker show be music it'll That's be awesome. just music yeah so what's nerdy about it uh, I mean, me other than the fact that you're playing in red instruments oh yeah i fucked up my throat over here oh <laughs> 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 and here's me still golden voiced we're fine my my endurance is hey we don't have to get ass. put on other people's albums we got our own oh, yeah. no way. oh. Hey. your album's actually pretty great too. yeah ah, it's pretty good thank yeah. you yeah it's as good. It's at least as good as Gifted the Magi, which I listened to. Mm. And here's the thing. Two. Here's the thing, Two. guys. You know what? You know what? Just today, I was listening to a, a very Warhorse Christmas, which is still my favorite thing that this this whole enterprise has come as is created. Oh, it's I'm sure so funny. Every podcast crafts an epic battle story for their Christmas uh -huh. episode. Hey, remember when I wrote uh, when I was writing a, a radio play about how Donald Trump was going to fail? Yeah, the to, and I was to like, elected. there is too much danger in this. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a it was going to be a Veto. big cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at some point, if you do another radio play, I mean, I got a resume. I can provide writing samples. Uh, how many asses will be popped open in this play? Well, I suppose that depends on you, brother. What what's with what the weird what is that? Voice? What is that? It's my know. best attempt at what you've been doing all day. Ooh, I don't no, know that this is feels unnatural when I do it at the end of the show, right? I mean, we've been talking about like the oil prices. Real serious topic of conversation for about over an hour. Did you say for a black? Wow, why for an hour, hour for about an hour. I said for about an hour. This is really this is weird. Really, I feel I'm uncomfortable. getting uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. let's get okay. out of here. That, yeah. Uh danger huh? in a normal voice. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye everybody. What the I'm so I'm sorry. I just I just want to fit in you guys. I just want to be uh, I just want to be one of the bros. Jeff, you know? I just say goodbye. You get the mean man rookie card everybody. <laughs> Twin card. Goodbye everybody. We love you.